Welcome to a brand new episode of the Soul Blazers podcast. Co-hosts Amanda Ware, our Christmas queen and founder of Hello Holidays, and Dr. Carol Osborne, our multi-venture guru, are ready to sit down and share their stories, insights, and wisdom to inspire aspiring trailblazers like you who are gearing up to start your own business, seeking personal growth, or looking for that spark to set your soul ablaze. Okay, Abby. You and I were just talking about how much fun this podcast has been and like how we both look at the world, you know, a little differently and how I'm seeing my friends who, you know, they're not wanting to start a business. They're not trying to change the path of their lives, but they're really excited that there's voices out there that are encouraging the next generation to to be intentional about their spirituality, to be intentional about what they want to do with their lives and not just follow the crowd, if you will. Tell me how being the producer for our podcast has inspired or made you think differently or how do you walk into rooms differently? I feel like knowing that like you're a part of something special. Like I feel like that's something that I'm like, I really love what I'm doing. And I think it's hard to like express that to other people and get them to understand. And I think a lot of other people are like, you're helping with the podcast. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of, like, step back, like, stepping back there because it's not something that's, like, I guess, like, in the normal. And they're kind of like, well, who are you kind of thing. But it's, like, <laughs> I think every single conversation that, like, I just sit back and listen to you and Kara talk about, like, it brings, like, it opens my eyes so much. And it, like, it brings, like, clarity into a lot of things. And, like, I walk away feeling so inspired. And I think I'm, like, a big, like, futuristic person so it's like I could see what this could become and I could see the community that this could bring and I think like it needs to happen like I think what does a soul blazer community look like I think a soul blazer community is like a group of people who just like want to take charge in life and just be honest and authentic like there's no bs I'm not going to hide my like emotions or feelings. Like I'm going to be completely transparent of where I'm at in my life and I'm going to be hopeful and like, I'm going to dream big. Like, and I'm going to like, I'm going to aspire to do great things. Like whether it's might be like small to other people, like it's big to me and I'm going to go out and I'm going to do it and I'm going to make a difference even if it's only impacting a couple people. Like, I feel like that's the biggest thing that like I walked away. Like honestly, just learning from you and Kara of like wanting to do this and like, it's just a passion for you guys. And it's like, I don't care if it only affects Abby. Like, I'm going to keep doing it. And I just think, like, it's true. And it's like, you might only, like, at the moment not be impacting millions of people. But, like, you're impacting me. And now I'm, like, encouraged. And I want to go out and I want to impact somebody else, even if it's just, like, one other person. And I think if everybody kind of comes, like, along with, like, that mindset. And, like, we have a group of people who think this, like, way. Like, I think you're right. Like, I think Soul Blazers can change the world. Like, I think that's bold and big to say. And like, I feel like some people be like, okay, yeah, sure. But it's like true. It's, it's like, true. It's so true. It's like you're impacting one person and that can completely shift like that person's life. And like, mm-hmm. that's huge. That's huge. It is. It is the one we always talk, you know, we talk about it growing, you know, Jesus did that. Like yeah. he talks all the time about like, go after the one and, and something we never feel like one's enough. And it is yeah. like, a, a rela- if you inspire one person, it, it that's just as good as inspiring a hundred, because that one person could could yeah. inspire a bazillion, right? Exactly. 
It's a good thing. Yeah, it is crazy and it feels good and it's easy. It makes it easy. It's open-minded. It's also, you are open-minded. Yeah. You came into this like with that, hmm, I could be wrong or I could be right, yeah. but I'm not sure yet. Like l giving space to listen. Yeah. You do a good job of that. Yeah. And I think that's something you, Karen, and I all have in common is we do truly care about people mm -hmm. and that we care about getting a message out of freedom and yeah. openness and things. Like if you're sitting on the edge of your seat hesitant and thinking like you might want to go do that thing, like I want to sit there and I want to empower you. I like, want, exactly. Do it. Like, do, do it. Do it. Like it's going to affect so many people and it's like if it bothers you enough to make you want to like start a business or do something, like yeah. you're not the only one. You're not the only one. Like no. I'm always the type of person who's scrolling through TikTok and I'm like, wow. I'm not the only person that's ever experienced I know, that. right? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's true. Like, nothing is ever just individual to me. Like, everybody goes through the same things, like, yeah. different ways, but yeah. It's true. And I was saying this earlier, like, I have, a, you know, a lot of people in my life that I are watching the podcast or listening, mm -hmm. and although it's not going it to, it's not for them, they don't want to change the way they're thinking or whatever, and that's fine, but they do appreciate that there's Southern women voices out there that are doing stuff. Yeah. They are making, you know, making money moves, if you will. Like, we are making yeah. money moves. We're making spiritual moves. We're trying to be aligned with who we were created to be, and that... That's one thing Karen and I have in such common is like we both feel very our value systems of being aligned with what we were created to do yeah. is really fun. Yeah. Like that's what's fun. It's really fun. I think like it reminds me of that post that like I think like I reposted on our store the other day. Oh my gosh, I it loved was it. Such a good, and so yeah, many where did you find so that? I don't, y'all were following somebody. Oh, I okay. Know. I was going to say, did I send that to you a long time ago or did Kara send it to you? Because I love it. No, we were following. Read it, read modern, it. Modern, modern women. It says she quietly stepped out of the race she never wanted to be in and found her own lane and proceeded to win. Yeah. I was like, dang. Dang, that's good. <laughs> so good. I was like, I have to That's so good. Now. And I said that, I think, on the first podcast. Like, I got stepped out of the competition. Yeah. Like, I'm no longer, like... I didn't know this was a thing, but I don't know if people realize, like when I'm talking to them I'm, and they're telling their story, I'm not thinking of my, how my story is good or bad compared to theirs or yeah. if my experience with what they're talking about is comparable because it's just not. Yeah. Like if I'm having a really good relationship to, with my 16-year-old, I'm not telling you that because you're not doing what I'm doing. I'm not competing. With I'm you. not competing. Yeah, you. I'm just yeah. yeah. It's like I'm same. It's like if I'm saying, oh, I have this intern Abby, and we just like click. We get along so well. She's so fun to be around. And someone else has an intern they don't like. It's not me saying I'm better with my intern than you are. No, it's, it's just different. yeah, it's just different. And it's yeah. not. It, or when I'm saying mine's bad, it's okay if you say yours is great. Yeah. Like that's where I'm at. Like we don't have to match each other's stories or energy or feelings yeah. like that. It's just not a competition. It's not a competition. I feel like people think that like so often, like even like, you know, like you mentioned like Southern women of like us, like stepping out of that, like conformity of like, Oh, we're just meant to like get the ring. Like ring. Yeah. Spring, yeah. Like... Ring by spring. I say all the time. <laughs> it took me nine months to talk Chad into giving me a ring. Like he didn't have to do anything. Yeah. Just, yeah. It's like, but, like, that's okay if that's what you want to do. Yeah. That's what you're, me like, yeah. meant to do. And, like, some people, like, that is. Like, I know for me, like, more than anything, I want to be a mom. And yeah. that's honestly why I want to go into yeah. entrepreneurship. Because I want to, like, do something that I love because I still have that, like, work ethic. And yeah. I want to, like, be successful. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to be dependent on a man yeah. to provide for my family. Like, I want to know that I can do that. I think, like you said, like, I think God gifted me that. Yeah, and I think that totally. that was, like, my purpose. And so it's, like, I'm going to step out of this 
competition. Like yeah. I'm not competing with other women uh -uh. for a man or whatever. Uh -uh. Like uh -uh. I like I'm not in a hurry and rush to like get married and start a family. Mm -hmm. And it's like it's great if you are, but like that's just not what I'm gonna do. And I want to do this. And I think I have purpose in starting a business. I yeah. don't necessarily know what that looks like. Yeah, I found something that like bothers me enough to like start a business around. Like you yep. know what I mean? Yeah. But it. It's this like, is your Soul Blazers is your business. This yeah. is Abby. This is your baby. Like, I know you think it's mine and Kara's. It's you. Uh -huh. You were the perfect person for this job. Kara told me about you way before you knew, even knew my name, that you were, that she, in her, like you, and I knew as soon as I met you, you are the perfect person. Soul Blazers is your baby. Yeah. You might as well just own it. <laughs> okay. And we're all in this together. We're all in this together. Yeah. yeah it's I like, like that. I like it. Like, I think this type of, like, business is something that, like, I wanted to do because I think all my life is, like, I knew that I wanted to have something where, like, I made a difference to people and mm -hmm. I helped people. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when people are like, oh, I need to help people, like, I feel like people will usually think about the medical field or like. Mm -hmm. Teaching, some, yeah, yeah. social aspect. work. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I wanted to be a social worker. Yeah, I was gonna say, you would be a great social worker. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone talked me out of it, Amanda. Everyone was like, that's too hard. That's too hard. You're gonna get attacked. It's too emotional. Too emotional. You're so already like, emotional enough, Abby. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it, it's true. And so it's like, I think that this is something that like, you know, like I could, and I, I did at one point, I like wanted to step into it in like a spiritual way, but like, cause like that is something that's important to me. But I think that this is something like that's really cool to me. And I remember like, it was during COVID that like I got obsessed with this woman. Her name was Jenna Kutcher and she like taught on digital marketing. And I just loved the way that like she sold herself, like not like, not like selling herself, but like sold herself like her brand and like had like her, she was her own face of her company and she just went out and inspired people and helped them and mm -hmm. like their business, like help them grow their business. And I just think that's so cool. And it's like, I would love to empower people and like speak that wisdom into people of like, you got this, mm -hmm. you have a great idea, go out and do it, make it your own, find your competitive advantage, go out, be successful. You got this. And what tools do you need? I've got them. Like, yeah. I've got the toolbox. I've done it. Tell me what you need. Do you need a ranch? Yeah, do you need yeah. a, yeah, here, do you need to make yeah. an LLC? And that's the goal, like what we're doing. And that, when you said that about like, it's, you know, as an entrepreneur, it's real hard for us to put our face on, like, it's real hard for me to put my face on Hello Holidays. Mm -hmm. I'm so proud of Hello Holidays. It is, yeah. an, I have created a genius idea. You I did. am very well aware <laughs> of that. But to say I did that, to say, Step to take up space and to say, I'm the star when I've never been a star in my whole life. I've never been the quarterback or whatever you yeah. will at anything I've done, mm -hmm. you know? And so this is it. It feels like I'm taking up too much space. But what doesn't make me feel bad and what makes me really excited is, and this is what you want to do, is when you're an entrepreneur and you've created stuff, not only do I get to say, oh, I have a really fun business, but my business is progressing women forward. My business yeah. is giving hope to other women. My business is giving other people the tools to create their own businesses yeah. and to do what they were meant to do and to not live by the box. Now, I was a teacher. I was a, yeah. a good teacher. And I will say, if you're an overachiever and you're a teacher, the classroom is tough. Teachers yeah. don't want you to, to do better than them. They don't want you, you to make them look bad. Yeah. So entrepreneurship is kind of like, even though it is a lonely place at times, it's also a place where you can actually be your full authentic self and mm -hmm. be your best self and the work pays off. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's true. That's, I get, and I kind of was like, 
even, I'm like, entrepreneurship's a degree. Who knew? And I was talking to Chad. My husband's a CFO of a company, and he was like, we love that as a degree. That is innovative. When we see entrepreneurship, we see someone who's coming in, and they're going to own their own ideas. They're going to bring energy. And I was like, good to know. Yeah. No, I think it's funny because, like, as an entrepreneurship major, like, I can't tell you the amount of times, like, I've told other people that, and they've kind of laughed, and they're like, you're going to school to be an entrepreneur, like, isn't that something you just do? And I'm like, yes, like, people do that, like, you can, but, like, I do not regret the decision to, like, go to school and, like, learn, and, like, honestly, it's been, like, a huge just networking opportunity. Oh, Like, I got to meet Kara through it, and then, like, look at what I'm doing, and, like, being able to be a part of, but I have learned so much, and I have, like, fallen in love with every single one of, like, the professors that I've had, because what's cool about, like, entrepreneur, like, the entrepreneurship section, I guess, of whatever, anyways, department. Program, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's cool about it is that they hire a lot of people who have done it mm-hmm. and it's like you're not like sitting and like teaching about something that you've never done but they fully True. immerse themselves and to that and like they can come to class and be like like I have like a professor right now for digital marketing and he's like I am not a teacher he said I do well with questions ask your questions I will answer like but this is what I did and I want to help you like learn the way that like, like I feel like Kara said it too before where it's like if I could have made my life easier when I was 20 years old and I was like getting started doing this stuff, mm-hmm. like I want to go back and I want to reach that person and totally. I talk to that person. I think like that's what college has been for me. Like I have completely fallen in love with like my major. Like, and I hated school at first. Like I, and I like, I bounced from school to school because I was just like, I don't like it here. I don't like these professors. And then like I went home and I did like online. And I was like, oh, what am I going to do? And I like completely rejected entrepreneurship for like the longest time. Completely rejected it because I was like, I don't want to sit in stupid like business classes. They're so boring, and it's like, but I had this like I think my mind was just wired this way of like, oh I can do that, oh I can do that. Like people are making money, or I would like do something like I could totally make money off of this. Like I remember like I like made my mom a porch swing or something. I was like I could totally build these and make money. Like I could totally start a business. Yeah. And my mind just ended up like being wired this way, and like I finally stepped in it and I embraced it, and I met some really cool and amazing people, and now I'm here, and it's just like so exciting. And I, I genuinely think everybody should take an entrepreneurship class. Like I feel like that should honestly be a requirement from the, like the university because, and no matter like whatever field you do, like you could start your own. It's someday. I can do this, yes. believing like I can do this. Yeah. That is an entrepreneurial spirit, is that I can do this. I think of that TikToker, uh, gosh, you know, um, she's like uh, the one that says, it can't can't be, I have this th- mess up in my brain that's like it can't be that hard, and she just does yeah. it. Carice, or what, we got to figure that out. But yeah. she has that, and I say is like now that I, I never wanted to be a boss, never wanted to be an entrepreneur. I totally thought this was going to be like a side hustle fun thing for me, yeah. and it grew. And I can honestly say when I'm looking to it, I, I want to be around people who have that. I can figure it out. I can do this. I'm yeah. not afraid to do hard things. Yeah. Characteristic, even though I really didn't have it. Like, it might be scary. Like, even just yeah. being, like, having to do with Go the bank. bank. I didn't want to do with the bank. <laughs> you didn't want to do with the bank, but it's like, but you get to step in and you get to learn how to do those things. Yeah, it's and true. Like, and it's like, nobody really knows. Nobody knows what they're doing. And I think once I realized that in life, that I was like, my mom has no idea what the heck she's doing. And she like, but no, 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 
a bad way. Like, I love my mom. Yeah. Like, I do. But, like. No one knows more no than one you. Knows, you no think. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I was. Karen and I were. We need to talk about this on the podcast. <laughs> Karen and I were just talking about, like, both of us are super curious. And we learned really early on. And you probably did, too, not to raise your hand in the oh. classroom. Like, I always yeah. said, as a sixth grade teacher, I was like, oh, by sixth grade, no one's. No kids asking questions. Like, we, we smush the curiosity out of children by middle school. Yeah. And so what, what, what that looks like to care, it was like, oh, people don't want me to answer the questions. Uh, we need to talk about it. But for me, it was like everybody knew the answers. I'm the dumbest one in here. You're not the dumbest one. I know. I'm not. No, but that was the message I told myself. If, yeah. I, if no one wants to ask the questions, no one. But honestly. I thought, oh, they all knew them. Everybody knew the answer, and I didn't. No, they didn't know. They didn't care. Yeah. But see, I feel like sometimes, and like, don't take this the wrong way, but like, I feel like sometimes, like, in like recording like podcasts and stuff, and you and Kara like talking back and forth, like, I feel like, I feel like there's a lack of confidence sometimes in yourself. Probably. And I can see it, and it's like, yeah. oh, I wish you would step in, and I wish you would address yeah. it because you know more than you think like, I do. Like, yeah. That is that is it. I'm still in that. I'm still in my like, how much do I know? Because, yeah. you know. Well, it's hard to shake things, especially when you're taught that at such a young age. Yeah. Like, like I mean, like even just like when you think of like, oh, you go to therapy to like get all this stuff that was like from your childhood mm-hmm, and stuff mm-hmm, that like mm-hmm. you know like damage you. It all, all comes back to your childhood. Yeah, it all comes back to your childhood. It all yeah. Comes back to your childhood, and it's like that's something that like you can yeah. totally tell. Like, okay, I'm back in the classroom. I can't raise my hand. I can't yeah. be confident uh-huh. in, like, what I'm saying and stuff. And what's sad is, like, of all the people in my life, Chad and Kara are the ones I feel the safest with, right? Like, my husband and then Kara. And it's because they give me that space to, like, ask dumb questions. And then they know all the answers, and they still are like, that's a great question. Where most or people don't know. You ask the question, and you're like, oh, I knew more about that than I thought. Oh, that's probably it, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. Oh, and I'm going to get better at that. The more we do it, and the more I practice, and the more we'll get better. Yeah, well, something I wanted to talk to you guys about, too, is that, like, because I know, like, Kara covered it, and when when I had her, I was, like, in class, like, creative confidence, and just, like, being Creative confidence. I know. So good. But I'll say this. It's, like, even, like, as a college student learning in a classroom, when I come into like a setting like this, not that I don't feel comfortable around you guys, but there's this lack of confidence in the fact of all of this stuff that I learned. And so like whenever Fred came over to talk about like digital marketing yeah. and email marketing and stuff, I'm like, I know so much more about this. Like I learned it. Like I literally pulled up notes that I had taken in class. I'm like, I literally know about this. Like It's executing it's like, it. It's executing mm-hmm. it and it's feeling like, I feel like I lack the confidence in being like, oh, no, I know about that. Like, yeah. I can't say that, especially Because you haven't used it. You yeah, haven't yeah, used yeah. it. Yeah. Exactly. So. You've heard it. Okay. But it does take a lot of work, and it does take a lot of confidence okay. in that. You have in to be that. confident in yourself. You, you have, have to. to. You have to be. You have to be confident in yourself. And if you're not, I was lucky enough to have really good players in my team, like my yeah. family that believed in me. Now, that, that can only take you so far. Mm-hmm. I can take Hello Holidays somewhere but I can take it way farther if I can just like be good in my skin and feel trust my gut and that that's what I've learned is like I don't trust my gut so much like yeah it's in learning that hiccup of my gut is okay I do know this stuff I have read the books on it I I just need to try it it yes you gotta practice it it's the same thing it's like feels like there's everybody else knows more than me so I'm gonna sit back but I'm learning I don't but Enneagram, I do know more than the average person about <laughs> emotional intelligence. I'm yeah. learning therapy-wise, yeah. like learning, and that's the fun part, like yeah. the growth. I guess it's just the growth, and you're going to see this through the podcast of me, and you're going to see it's just you're going to see me growing. I've, 
I was a whole different person a year ago. And I hope I'm a whole different person next year. But most people don't want to grow. They don't want to change. That's too scary. Yeah. See, I like the book. I don't know if you've ever read Atomic Habits. And it just talks about like... What is it? Atomic Habits. Oh, I do know Atomic Habits. Good one. It's like talking about like, you know, just like getting better like by 1% every day. Yeah. Tell me how you're doing that. Well, I mean, as a college student, if I'm looking... I I feel like college is chaotic. It's so chaotic because you're having to manage... Your future ideas, your parents' expectations for you, all these friends, yeah, all these friends who you're still, this is your tribe, this is still your survival to have friends in college. Social's real big, and that's why people like to get married. Some girls love to get married because then they're like, oh, Oh, I'm talking about. I would get married yesterday. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Let me do it. Right, I get it. But then you don't have to do the social stuff, right? Like, if so, for people who like don't want to do social stuff and it takes too much energy, when they get married, it's like, oh, I'm going to do that anymore. And for me, Chad married me and was like, oh, good, I don't do the social stuff anymore So because I would do it for him. But I yeah. could see how, as a college student, so tell me, how are you, how did you, how are you using Atomic Habits as a senior in college? Yeah, I think for me, like, it's, like, the simple stuff. And it's, like, I actually kind of, like, was, like, really reflecting of, like, who I was last year as opposed to this year. <laughs> because for some reason this year, I've gone into class. I don't know if it's, like, I'm walking in with more confidence or whatever. But people suddenly talk to me now. And I'm, like, that's crazy because it was so much harder to, like, put myself out there and make friends last time. Like, or, like, like a year ago. And I think this past year has been a lot about, like, stepping into confidence. And maybe it's, like, because I'm a part of something really cool. And I feel really good, and like, about what I'm doing and uh, in this aspect and, like, coming closer to graduation or whatever. But I think this whole past year has been a year of, like, growth for me and of, like, becoming more independent from my family and, like, not focusing on, like, the ideas and expectations of others. But, like, I didn't – it didn't happen overnight. Like, it didn't – like, it starts with, like – I don't know, like, having to take care of yourself, like, not, not, like, being financially, like, dependent on your family and stuff, like, that's been something that's, like, been hard, and I think I've, like, experienced a lot of growth in that. I think it's being able to really learn to put yourself forward, especially, like, as a two, who, like, I really struggle with putting other people's needs above, like, my own, and, like, (laughs) Honestly, like a couple of weeks ago, I really wrecked myself and I like got really sick because yeah. of it. And but it's like even just this past week, I feel the like fact I that you so know much. that is gross. Yeah, the I fact know. that you know that you got sick because you, you were pleasing. I was like, Do you want to know what's going on? What? Let's talk because, about it. Because I was listening to the podcast. I was and freaking Kara's sitting there and she was like, I know when I'm in a rough spot when I'm like when I have a sinus infection because I'm overdoing it and this uh-huh. and that. I'm like, Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. That's probably. Our bodies do that. That's so funny. I've had the same thing. Like, my body is, like, doesn't feel good when I go in somewhere, and I'm so mad at myself. I'm like, calm down. Like, why are you shaking? Quit being annoying. And then I'm like, and then, oh, that's why. It's like your body sometimes knows before your brain. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's like your heart is in it. Like, your heart wants to be there, but your body can't longer take it. Yeah. And for you, I know why you were sick, that situation. And it was for you, like, that you needed, your body needed to say, that situation's making us sick. It's toxic. Yeah. Like, you need to get away. You, like, your brain needs to get over it. Yeah. yeah. How, how are you on that one? Are you, you don't have to say the situation, but do you feel like you've come forward? Like, are you feeling more peace about everything? Yeah. Yeah, I feel so much at peace. Like, I really don't know it was shifted. Like, I mean, like, I'm, I'm very into, like, my religion and stuff. But, like, I'll be honest. Like, I was, like, 
<laughs> dark couple weeks. Like, it was just, like, a lot going on at one time. Like, stuff with, like, roommates, which is living with people is hard. hard. So hard. Living with I roommates is hard. I love them. Like, they're uh-huh. really great friends and yeah. they're great people. Yeah. Roommates are so hard. And it's it, because people, like, erase differently. Like, I get it. It's like, true. Oh, so hard. And then it's, like, but going through your own personal struggles, like, still having to, like, you know, like, keep up with my family and then, like, uh, feeling very isolated because, like, being in college is hard. And it's, like, you are. You're focused on your future and your career, but you have to keep the social circle. You have to please your family. Like, there's just all these rules and expectations. And if you sit there and you dwell on it, it's going to make you sick. Yeah. And I think... I think I really just tried to like shove away God and all of that. And I was just kind of like, nah, I'm going to just let myself get depressed for a little bit. And I'm just going to sit and dwell in my sadness. And I think I had a lot of really cool people in my life who were praying for me. And I think genuinely like that had a lot to do with the fact that like I'm no longer sitting in my sadness, which honestly part of me kind of does. It's like, you know what? I want to sleep in all day. It's, it's fine. But is it's there not anything, healthy for me. Is, okay, for you. Here, here's what I'm wondering. Because in a culture that feelings are too much we don't need to have too many feelings that's not because my mom and I were talking about this morning like we we we, we feel bad but we can't prove it like we can't prove why this feels bad you can't yeah. prove it because you have data or whatever yeah. so sitting in your sadness is not so bad it's mm-hmm. sitting in it and making it change your behavior and like yes. how you treat people and I definitely saw that in myself ah. so I definitely saw my behavior changing I had very little patience I, like, especially, like, for my roommates, love them. Yeah. <laughs> they had to deal with me when I was not in that yeah. place. And, like, but I, I saw myself starting to change, and I didn't like who I was becoming because of it. And I think that that can happen to a lot of people a lot of times, like, when you are, like, sitting in your shadows. Because then it's, like, you start throwing a pity party for yourself, and it's, like, it doesn't really need to get that far. Yeah. Like, where, like, everybody sucks, and you're doing everything right and stuff. So, but, I don't know. All back to the whole, like, 1% getting better thing. Like, I feel like... It's like getting up in the morning and making your bed. That does so much for me. Totally. It's, it's honestly this week, I felt awful. So like I have like I have like a pain in my side. I think mm. I like bruised a rib or cracked a rib or something. I have to go to urgent care later. But I know. Fine. Ask Kara. <laughs> I know. Well, I asked my mom and she's a nurse. She's like, I don't know. And I'm like, you're literally a nurse. Like, ask Kara. Anyways, but um, but it's like all about like getting one percent better and it's taking. I think something that I've seen like that's like really helped is getting alone mm. and resting. And it's like, I think what, what I enjoyed in the fact of like, you know what, I'm going to let myself get depressed and sit in my sadness for a second, but I got to like reflect on how I was feeling. And I actually got to sit in my feelings, feel my feelings. And then I was able to process them and kind of move on. And like, I wasn't dwelling on it and being like, Oh, these people suck in my life and they're treating me horribly. And I'm going to get back at them <laughs> or like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, it's just sure. like, this happened, it sucked, but you know what? This is happening for a reason and I'm gonna choose to become a better person because of it mm-hmm. instead of like living my life with like, just like dwelling on it. Like when you hold on to that like unforgiveness and oh, not yeah. being able to forgive people like that, just like it hurts you so much more than it hurts them. It does. And I why mean, do we do that? Why do we, yeah, them. why do we do that? <laughs> why do we hold this like someone, I've been seeing this, like it's almost like we find something someone does bad and then we almost it's almost impossible for us to see good in them we want them to do it again and again and again to prove to ourselves that we were right about them yeah what is that i don't know i experienced that a lot growing up with like my family and i love them and i'll tell them this like there i mean like there were times where i like i blame like a lot of stuff and i'm like you know like that's because of my childhood that was because of this like Mm -hmm. xyz and like 
it came to the point where I had to like reflect of like, okay, my mom doesn't know what she's doing either. Mm. She's just as she human can, as Exactly. I'm, it's which, true. It, when it, you it, find it, out your parents are humans, it's like, oh, it's uh, like a, yeah. it's a loss of innocence. <laughs> it is. It is. Because you think your parents are like supposed to be like these perfect people mm-hmm. and like have everything. And know together. everything. Yeah. And know everything. And then it's like, uh-huh. you realize they don't. And I'm like, just like I said a second ago, and my mom's a nurse, like, what do you mean you don't know? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And it's like, because that's not something she was skilled in. Like, she didn't learn about that specific right. thing. She's skilled in this other aspect of that. But it's like. Our parents are just living life and they're just getting through just like we are. Well, yeah, they are healing from their traumas while they're raising us, giving us traumas. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Soul Blazers podcast. Kara and Amanda, your soul blazing big sisters, are just laying the foundation for all of the amazing things to come. If you want to stay up to date on new episodes, be notified of any discounts, or get a glimpse of what we are working on behind the scenes, go to soulblazers.com and subscribe to our newsletter. Until next time, soul blazers.